This week on the podcast, we talk sex or football. Plus, lovely Maria answers questions for women only. We've got nerd news, weird things people find attractive, and a game called Who's Got More Cash? We play with the mayor. Plus, we find out just how kinky are we? That and more, live from the cabin in Crapper Creek, Alaska. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. All right, so I've told you I am on the cusp of a baby boomer slash Gen Xer. Right on the cusp. Last, like the last year of the baby, I'm officially a baby boomer. But, like my daughter is right on the cusp of Generation X. She's right there at the at the other end. So that tells you how far that one goes. Generation X's cool cred has been bleeding out for years now, I think. You know, because they're getting older. It used to be, yeah, man, we're Gen X, we're cool. Eh, not so much anymore. Now you're wearing elastic pants with the rest of us. It's all about comfort. This is probably the last nail in the coffin. Gen X is now old enough to get their own museum. Yeah. Coming this next October, the Illinois State Museum in Springfield will open an exhibit called Growing Up X. It'll be dedicated to the last generation to have an analog childhood. You know, cassettes, VHS tapes, landline phones. They were the last ones. There aren't any further details on the exhibit, but Generation Xers are invited to complete an online survey about their experiences growing up. Huh. And to loan the uh, exhibition items from that era. So dig out your old uh, trapper keepers, right? Members only jackets and your pop rocks. I wonder what's going to be in there. I know stuff that should be in there when you think about the Gen Xers. Oh, yes, right this way to the wing, the 1980s when SNL, Star Wars, and the Chicago Bears were good wing. Yes, could you direct me to the section, the awkward sexual encounters while listening to Purple Rain? This is your hair on steroids. Dressing like a parachutist. I could see that exhibit. Big picture of MC Hammer. <laughs> Topless photos of Madonna you actually want to see. Ah, uh, did he just get his nuts stuck in a zipper? The vocal stylings of David Lee Roth, now on exhibit. A tribute to those who died grabbing a Cabbage Patch doll. Oh, how about a big picture that just says, yep, he used to model underwear. The early years of Mark Wahlberg. From Cool Modi to Vanilla Ice, a celebration of the flat top. I could see one whole wing just dedicated to the art of washing your jeans in acid. <laughs> Ooh, here's a good one. Maria would like this. Simon LeBon, Rick Springfield, and other guys your mom still pleasures herself to. <laughs> it was George Michael till they found out, well, you know, it's not, it kind of ruined it. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Super Bowl time, everybody's pumped up about it. Super Bowl day before Valentine's Day. That's interesting, right? But you know, uh, it's funny because their question came out. 
Assuming your favorite team made to made it to the Super Bowl. Okay, let's say. Let's say you're a Cincinnati fan or a, a Rams fan. Would you rather see them win it or get lucky on Valentine's Day? It has to be one or the other. Can't be both. But that makes it sound like you're not going to get lucky on Valentine's Day. I don't know. I th- Me and Emma freak. We get we'll get lucky anyway. We don't have to. Doesn't have to be a special day. So that would be an easy one for me. I'd say I'll take the Super Bowl win because I'm probably going to get some anyway. But they said either or. And yeah, if your team is in the Super Bowl, you want that. That's that that only comes along unless you're like the <laughs> the New England Patriots for a little while there with Brady. Other than that, your team isn't in the Super Bowl very often. So you got to take the win. But somebody pulled a bunch of NFL fans. Yeah, it wasn't even close. Super Bowl win. Big time. Almost twice as much. 64% of males and 63% of females would rather see their team. I'm surprised the female isn't higher. Because if you said, Maria, uh, Seahawks winning the Super Bowl or you having... I wouldn't even get the second half out of my mouth before she said, Super Bowl. Most of those fans would actually go much longer than that, too, if necessary. 48% 48% of men, 36% of women would be going willing to go six months without sex if it meant their team winning the title. I think I'm out. Poll also found 28% of fans plan to spend more on snacks and beer for the big game this year than they will on Valentine's. <laughs> That's kind of sad. But there's a lot of reasons why maybe watching football is better than sex anyway. I mean, you can fall asleep in the middle of watching a football game and you're not going to hurt anybody's feelings. I mean, you know, if your kid walks in on you while watching football, he doesn't scream, Mommy, why are you sitting on top of Daddy? Or, you know, something like that. What is Mommy choking? Are you giving her the Heimlich? That doesn't come up. It's not awkward to watch football when the dog is in the room. You don't have to think about your grandma naked if you want to watch football for a long time. Nobody's going to call security when you're on the airplane watching football. You don't have to give a crackhead 20 bucks to watch the football with you. Plus, being drunk doesn't really affect your ability to watch football. There are a lot of reasons, I think, watching uh, football is better than having sex. I mean, duh, your wife actually wants to watch football with you. A little cool down. Getting cooler. It's nice right now. But pretty soon it will be nipply, as Maria likes to call it. When it gets cold, she calls it nipply. I think you know why. Which brings us to this story. You learn something new every day. Like that this is possible. 19-year-old student, University of Liverpool, going viral after telling the story about how Axe body spray supposedly made his nipples fall off. Now I'll never have nipples again. But, you know, we're men. It's kind of useless to have them anyway. But, says it happened in high school when he was 15. And there was a dare involved. He was in the locker room when a friend dared him to empty two full cans of Axe body spray by letting them blast his nipples with it. Technically, it was Lynx body spray, which is a brand name Axe uses over in England. The point was to see if he could take the cold. Spray deodorant, of course, comes out because under pressure, the can, you know, right? He didn't think it'd be that bad, but it was. 
He toughed it out, finished the dare by letting them empty both cans. But then the friend decided to flick his very frigid nipples, and they broke off. How? They broke off? <laughs> you mean like Medusa had looked at him or something? He says they were bloody at first, but posted photos of what it looks like now, four years later. It's darker than you'd expect for skin tone. It's basically flat. It's like he burned them off, but it's weird. There's a dark scar. He thinks it's funny, though, and he says he has no regrets. Really? About losing your nipples? I, I guess if you're a guy, right? Plus, I don't know, maybe there's advantages to losing your nipples. You can wear a tight shirt. Nobody knows it's cold. That'll work, right? If you're struggling for conversation on a first date, you can remove your shirt and say, shirt and say hey, look what I've done. That's a conversation starter, I guess. But now you can use all those nipple clamps you bought for sex play as uh, chip clips. Hey, good news. Justin Timberlake can rip off your top during uh, Super Bowl halftime without any controversy. The baby starts crying in the middle of the night for feeding. And your wife looks at you and goes, hey, you're the one with the nipples. Because, you know, maybe she lost them. They got something in common with six out of the seven Batman suits. Remember, there's one where he had nipples. I don't know why. Hey, you can't chafe beneath your shirt when you never run that marathon that you're never going to run, ever. Yeah. And your sexually ignorant lover will quit wasting time in bed, twisting them like radio dials. It's like, ow, what are you doing? Ah, the boy... With no nipples. Sounds like an after-school special, doesn't it? He took a dare. I dare you to spray two cans of Axe body spray on your nipples. Okay. And then someone gets to flick them. Bring it on. Don't miss the after-school special. The boy with no nipples. Ew, and now you smell like the locker room at an all-boys school. Playing in the UK on Nippelodeon. <laughs> Nippelodeon. Guess who's on the phone with us? It's the uh, mayor of our illustrious city. That would be the one, uh, Jim Matherly. Hey, Jimmy. Fight for your right to lead the best city in Alaska. Wow, look at you. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't that poetic? Well, you know, outside of Crapper Creek, I'm sure. Second best. Anyway. <laughs> uh, good to have you joining us on the line. And uh, you know what? Uh, props to you on the uh, snow removal all over town. You guys got on it. And then they started getting up all the uh, hard pack off the ground, too. So yeah. that was uh, that, that was uh, well done, Mr. Mayor. Well done. That was not an easy task. And I, I know it continues to this day. There, Every day I see a, a big thing of snow carved out from the side of one road, and then they scoop it up and it's gone, and uh, they're still working on it. We'll be working on it for a number of days. We've still got some problem spots. Really want to thank everyone's patience. Public Works is just rocking it. Yeah. 
Well done. All right. Appreciate it. With that said, uh, we got a contact. Normally we do yes or BS, but uh, something a little different this week. Uh oh. No, no. It's basically it's the same thing. You got a 50 50 shot at all of these. Okay. But what it is is who's got more cash, homie? That's the name of our contest. Ooh, I like that. Okay, sounds and, good. And you being a, a big rock aficionado like myself, we love rock music. We love all genres of music. But I think, you know, classic rock's pretty much our jam, our wheelhouse. That and early 80s punk. Correct? That's my jam. That's my jam. Right. Go, go Clash, right? We're both big oh, Clash gosh. fans. Huge Clash yeah. fans. Huge. All right. But with that, so I have two celebrities. One is a rock star. The other is a celebrity. And you got to tell me which has more cash. Oh, okay, great. Number Try one, it. Keith Richards or Ellen DeGeneres? Oh, that, I think that goes to Ellen. No. Oh, no. Wow. Keith Richards has her beat out $340 million to $330 million. It's God, cr- that's it's, close, it's, huh? Yeah, very close, but it was Keith Richards, so 0 for 1. What? Next okay, up, cool. Gene Simmons or Dr. Phil? And now you're a big Kiss fan. I'm a big Kiss fan, and actually, I've I've looked up his net worth lately, and and Gene is kind of a product. Well, they call him a product whore. Yeah, he, he, is. he is. Oh, big time! Come on, the uh, Kiss casket. Come on. <laughs> I mean, uh, need uh, we look further than the Kiss casket? Gosh, that's a tough one for me because I'm a huge Kiss fan, but also Dr. Phil's been around so long and has so much stuff. You know, I'm going to go against my better judgment. I went against Keith. I'm going to have to go against Gene and guess Dr. Phil. Yeah, you're right. Um, Gene Simmons, his worth, net worth right now, $400 million. Dr. Phil, $460 million. So, fairly close. But, yeah, in the, um, <clears throat> here's the next one. B- big ACDC fan, Angus Go Young. Da-na-na-na-na-na-na. Oi, 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 oi. Or <laughs> Drew Barrymore. Angus Young or Drew Barrymore, who now has a popular TV show as well and a production so- company. So we got big balls versus poltergeist. Wow, look at you go there. Okay. Oh, did you catch that? Well, yeah. Angus has been around a whole lot longer uh, to me. I got to go with Angus on this one. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> excuse me, 160 million, Drew Barrymore, 125. All right, here's one, of course, uh, just past the late great Meatloaf or Jerry Springer. <laughs> Both of them are around the same age, really, I think. Both yeah, of them have been are. around uh, about as long. Oh, you know, if if it's Jerry Springer, it's going to tell me the, the, you know, the priorities of this country. But I'm going to go with my pal Meatloaf on this. No, it was Jerry Springer. No. Uh, 60 million to 40 million. All right, we got one more for you now. All right, got it. What is your favorite band of all time? Beatles. And right. Stone. Beatles. Stone. So, who has more cash, the combined Beatles or Oprah? (laughs) Well, you know what? Oprah's a billionaire. I know that she is. I'm going to say Oprah. No! Ah! Here's the thing. Combined, now Ringo's worth $350 million. George Harrison, $400 million. Lennon, $800 million. Sir Paul, $1.2 billion. The combined uh, worth of the Beatles, $2.75 billion. Oprah, Oprah, 2.7. So 
Uh, $500 million is what separates them making the Beatles uh, got more cash, homie, than Oprah. So there you go. That's a lot of wealth, man. That's a lot of wealth right there. But all of the Beatles combined, and still, Oprah is right there with them. That's pretty impressive. Uh, Mayor, always good to have you with us. That was a fun one once again. Keep up the good work there at City Hall, and we look forward to playing again with you. Uh, Okay, I'll leave it there. Thanks, Glenn. (laughs) Okay, buddy. Bye-bye now. For some nerd news, let's talk science. the latest in nerd news as we talk science researchers at MIT say they have done what some people thought was impossible they've created a new material get this it's light as plastic but stronger than steel and they say it's very easy to make and it could be used in everything from phones to bridges brand new type of material I say we name it Glenertite. NASA is planning to retire the International Space Station in uh, 2030, so in another eight years. And they deliberately, they're going to deliberately crash it into the Pacific Ocean, and they're aiming for a remote part of the South Pacific known as, get this, Spacecraft Cemetery. It's kind of like Pet Cemetery, but really actually kind of creepier. And now that we know this, Netflix will have a movie within two years called, that's right, it's going to be Spacecraft Cemetery. Mark my words. In other space news, people in the Midwest uh, saw a weird swirling light Monday and didn't know what it was. Turns out it was leftovers from the SpaceX launch in Florida. Now, speaking of which, SpaceX has been launching stuff. A lot of satellites and everything. Everybody wondering, wow, is it really safe? Guess what they did? They've passed a big benchmark this week. The Falcon 9 rockets are now the safest rockets in history. They've done 112 successful launches in a row. No problems. I hear some good news. You know, one of the things I think a lot of us worry about, uh, asteroids, meteorites, you know, things crashing into Earth. That's all bad. We've all seen the the new show... um, uh, don't look up, right? The comedy. Well, a study at UC Santa Barbara found we already have the technology to handle a killer asteroid like the one in Don't Look Up. As long as we have it, we need about six months or they're close to of lead time. And they say, yeah, nukes can be shot at them with trajectory enough to uh, to make them miss Earth. So that's good news. But how many times do we always hear, oh, guess what? A meteor came within a million miles of us yesterday. It's like, wait, what? What? Finally, a study out of Berkeley found our brains constantly lag like a computer and take a while to update. So everything we perceive is a mashup of the last 15 seconds of information our brain gets. But they say it's a good thing because if it updated constantly, we'd feel like we're hallucinating all the time. So if you see some guy that looks like he's hallucinating all the time, no, it's just his brain updating. So... I just picture some of these guys walking around and there's just that constant little circle going in their head. Not quite updating, not quite updating, not quite there. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. And this is good. I got this. Uh, this is a, a bunch of questions they say to ask female audience members. Questions only to ask women. 
However, I'm not going to take a bunch of calls. Love you, ladies. But I got there when there's questions for women about women, I go to the expert, and that's my lovely Maria. All right. Any anyway, uh, lovely Maria, I've got this. This is pretty cool. It's a list of things you're supposed to ask female audience members only on the radio show. And I thought, well, instead of that, how about I ask you? Because you're the expert. Yeah, you got some risky female female audience members. That <laughs> yeah, they do. They're pretty cool. They're they're a bunch of party gals like yourself. I won't lie. The X Rock ladies are, are pretty fun. I like to party with them all. All right, here we go. So these are good questions, really. Uh, uh, here here's something. Okay, here's your first question. Women, have you broken up with somebody for something they couldn't do? Uh, in the bedroom or out of the bedroom? Either. <laughs> uh, um, no. No? Okay. See? Well, that's a good sign, right? That's a right? good question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Here's This one is about women who date for sport. Uh, they ask if you're a man-eater. Now, of course, obviously going back a little ways for you. Man-eater or <laughs> hater? Uh, 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 eater. It's a man-eater. <laughs> That's what it says. I know, but that sounds wrong. Well, anyway, you know, it, well, it's like the song, the Hall and Oates song. You know, yeah, I know, but yeah, I don't think they're. The I don't think they're talking about cannibalism. I'm pretty sure here, am. <laughs> yeah, but I could think of a couple other things that that might fall under. All right. Well, here you go. Uh, basically, what they're talking about is there's a lot of people who like to treat dating as a sport. They like to see how many numbers or notches in the bedpost. Solicit, to, so they said, just uh, ask them, have you ever just, you know, yeah, I'm just going to do it just to do it, and then leave them on the wayside. Yeah. Okay, there we go. See, you're a man-eater. Well, Watch out, boss, she'll I chew think, you up. All right, well, I'm married now, so I can't be both. No, that, good for me, I guess. I'll take that as a, a win. <laughs> all right. Yes, you should. All right, women, is it true that you will only let a guy have a female friend if she is unattractive? No. Unless you're insecure about yourself. That's not the guy's Boom. Thing. See, that's why I married this woman right here. I know. Oh, yeah. Look at your friend Shelly. She's a hot blonde. I know. My, my best too. is. I mean, come on. I know. I, <laughs> I, I do have some attractive female friends. I won't you lie. You do. <laughs> All right. Uh, how do you feel about bachelor parties? Is a stripper okay? <laughs> you know how I feel about that. I hired you a stripper. Oh, that's I wasn't right. Even there. No, you. In fact, you hired we a stripper married. to come up. No, we were married. You. Uh, you hired the. In fact, you were pregnant with Mason. Oh, that's right. And you were like, because it was my birthday. I so made sure they picked a hot one too. It was a hot stripper, and you hired her to come up to the radio station when you were eight months pregnant. Yes, that I is did. some serious confidence, young lady. <laughs> Hey, I know what I got. Right. All I know right. where my bread is buttered. Uh, what do you do so that men understand to keep away? We're a wedding ring. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do to feel younger? Drink. <laughs> are these true questions? Because those are also damn easy. <laughs> I, uh, I feel so much younger when I'm drunk. Here's one. Uh do you notice when men are staring at your boobs and does it bother you? Um, yes, I noticed. And no, it doesn't bother me. There we go. They're there for a reason. <laughs> you, you get everything you want. All right. Hey. Uh, all right. Uh, what is a good lifespan for a sex session? Oh, you mean uh, the amount of time? Yeah, from uh, the minute uh, to the ten. I think they're talking about the foreplay, the whole thing. Uh, ten minutes. Ten? Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're built a little 
bigger than most men. So all right, all right. Oh, whoa, you whoa, can take that. whoa, you can take that. Uh, no. <laughs> Ka-ching to the bank, bitch. I know. <laughs> well, that's very kind, sweetheart. But uh, I think they're, I think they're talking like the four point and and you know me. It's like uh, let's do that again. So uh, and well, yeah, and then there's me. Get out. Go to bed. I'll see you tomorrow. Leave me Call alone. me later. <laughs> um. Women, uh, here's another one. Uh, would you admit to using a guy at a club just to get free drinks? Would I admit to using a guy at a club? Oh, here, there's Wait a second a part to that. So, yeah, uh, do you uh, use men at clubs to get free drinks while your husband or boyfriend were there? Oh, no, that's terrible. No, if it's oh, saving me money, go. Uh, no, 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 no. We do it in Vegas. No, you do. I do it when I'm single. Well, I know, but they usually... Give me money to gamble. No, you don't that's gamble. Different. So. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. According to you, what really makes a man? Ooh, mm. that's that one's kind of heavy. What really makes a man? Well, I don't want to say a guy who cries because that's stupid. Um, <laughs> I, I, um, a, a guy you can talk to in the bedroom without having sex. Wow, that's a good answer. Oh, good yeah. answer. Thank you kindly. All right. See, I know what I like. Uh, all right, let's see. Could you be with somebody that made significantly less money? Oh, yeah. That money doesn't matter. I think you do now. So there it's we paper. go. <laughs> it's paper. All right, It'll one last question. What should guys know? That's pretty deep. There's a lot of ways you could go with that. What, what is it that guys know from, a, from women about women about how to uh, fix a toilet? That's awesome. What do you mean? Plumbing. Oh, plumbing. They should know plumbing. There you go. Really? That's you, it. You plumbing. Could, hey, there, you could go several different ways with that. But most guys plumbing. know plumbing. I know plumbing, but I'm thinking uh, I'm talking about things that guys probably don't know. Most guys know how to do plumbing. Guys hate plumbing. I don't mind plumbing. And it's, well, it depends on the plumbing. I've, I've changed toilets, sinks, drains. I've done okay, pretty so much everything. I just fixed one oh, handle okay. yesterday. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll one-up on you on that. How about how to change a dirty diaper? Oh, nice. Uh-huh. How to change a dirty... And that also makes you a man, too. So, really. Oh, look at look at her bring answer. that back around. See that? <laughs> Wrap that up with a bow. That's why I married her. Thank you, beautiful. Uh, we'll have a nice dinner tonight, you and me and some wine. All right. Love you, baby. Bye. Now that we got that out of the way, I think right now would be a great time for a foodie roundup. Yeah! We start with this. We have been buttering our bread all wrong. You heathens. An etiquette expert on YouTube claims we've been doing it wrong. Says you take a piece of uh, bread and buttering the whole thing is wrong. The right way to do it involves a four-step process. You uncultured peasant. You take a piece of bread or a bread roll and you put it on your plate. You use a knife, put a small amount of butter on your plate. Then you break off bits of bread and butter each piece individually. Really? So manhandling your bread more is the correct etiquette? He claims that's the classy way to do it. You're an idiot. So, uh, big game coming up Sunday. So, I don't care who you're rooting for, Rams or Bengals, but which one do you snack like? Cincinnati fans are more into the spicy snacks. No, uh, not as into spicy snacks as L.A. fans. Well, L.A.'s got a little more of a Latino base, so I could see that. A lot of uh, Cincinnati fans pair their snacks with salsa and, and buffalo chicken dip. 
L.A. usually involves guacamole. They both like potato chips, but Cincinnati moves towards cookies a little more. And overall, Americans uh, are at the stage in the pandemic where we're ready to get back to dipping. Yeah, they plan to dip this year compared to just 70%. 90% this year compared to 70 last year. And almost half say, yeah, they're going to share snacks right out of the bag. They're done with that. I think we're just done. It's like, okay, we're done at this point. Some people want to cling and hold on to it. It's nat- National Pizza Day today. Yeah! What do you think of that? Elsewhere, are these the best foods to hide an engagement ring if you're going to do that next week? By the way, don't. It's stupid. Um, Seafood, because a ring that smells like fish is so romantic. I don't know. Soup? Okay. Somebody's going to need the Heimlich. A burger or sandwich? That seems risky. A salad and number one, a pizza. Just don't hide your food or your ring on food. How about that? A new flaming Hot Cool Ranch Taco might be on the way to Taco Bell this week. It's been spotted in a few locations. They did the Cool Ranch Taco a while ago. Now they're just dropping all kinds of combinations because, you know, their other regular 10 menu items are... Hey, here's something. Uh, Lucky Charms Pancake Mix. Apparently a thing. Cinnamon Toast Crunch recently got one, as did uh, Fruity Pebbles. I so want to try Cinnamon Toast Crunch Pancakes. That sounds amazing. And as uh, Amy Chazé reported last week, 243 pounds of contraband bologna seized at the Texas-Mex border. Contraband. Man, bologna's bad enough, but contraband bologna? Oh, my God, that sounds horrible. That's like that guy in the van on College Road in the summer on a hot day that had a van with a big sign that said discounted pork well doesn't that sound delicious I don't know what they mean be discounted is the price really low and if so why is it because it's in a a hot van on the side of the road on a summer's afternoon is that where you want to get your pork products from discounted pork man you are just rolling the dice and finally, uh, Domino's has a new promotion, but it involves you delivering your own pizza. They're apparently struggling to find pizza d- delivery drivers during the labor shortage because they just launched a new program where they'll give you a $3 tip if you forego delivering just carry out. It's a nice little bonus for people who usually pick up their own pizza and they're talking about it like it's a perk, but clearly, all right. It runs through uh, late May. But it doesn't come with that order. No, they'll give you a barcode. That's how they get you. You know what? I'll take the uh, contraband bologna or the discounted pork. Thank you. That's your foodie roundup. Hey, this is all weird news. I just got some really weird news. That is weird. It's time for the Crumper Creek Wild News Report. And some headlines for you this week that we're looking on here from the cabin. Starts off, Peloton has announced they are cutting 2,800 jobs. But you know, if you still want a hot girl yelling at you to go harder, go harder, there's always pornography. And it won't take half as long. New research suggests that wearing 
certain colors may make you a target for mosquitoes. But it all depends, of course, on whether the mosquito is a crip or a blood. Big difference. Another study links cell phone use to sperm damage. See, this is why I only let my testicles use a landline. Down south, Mississippi has finally legalized uh, medical marijuana. But only for people who've been, uh, you know, that have debilitating conditions. Like fucking living in Mississippi. That ought to do it. Elsewhere, crazy Joe Biden has decided what the world needs, what America needs uh, to spend our money on that we don't have anyway is uh, like millions upon millions upon millions of dollars to buy crack pipes for addicts. Yeah, he wants them to all have new crack pipes because that's the base of the issue. God forbid we want them dying of hepatitis uh, rather than ODing, I guess. Is that is this the message for the kids? All I know is... Here in Crapper Creek, we're all holding out for the free bong giveaway. Frontier Airlines buying Spirit Airlines for $2.9 billion. I believe it's part of Frontier's plan to ensure that they become the suckiest fucking airline on the planet. Mission accomplished. NASA's going to retire the International Space Station by crashing it into the ocean. Well, I look forward to the assignment, said mission leader Tiger Woods. Another study says lifting weights for just three seconds a day, three seconds, can improve muscle strength, which is good because I I could really use another activity in my life that only takes three seconds. And finally, a new study found that seven out of 10 Americans say they are currently living paycheck to paycheck. Wow. Seven out of 10 Americans work in radio. I had no idea the numbers were that high. This has been the Crawford Creek. World News Report! <laughs> Another great show. I want to thank all of our guests and all of our friends who played along and you for tuning in. Please share it, pass it along, like it, do all that stuff. We're all down with it. Check out the Crapper Creek General Store and score some of our swag. Send it off anywhere in the world. It's pretty cool. Till then, we'll talk to you next week in the cabin. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glenn Entertainment production.